Hey everybody, welcome on back to my brain. Come on in, sit down, get comfy, don't move anything. I tend to lose things in there. I'm very OCD. They need to stay where they are, please. Thank you very much. Um, I just thought I'd do a little quickie because I'm like fucking stressed. Fucking stress. I'm so <laughs> I have all of the feels right now and it's overwhelming. So last episode I talked about my storage locker. Um so this storage locker had everything that was important to me. It had everything from my past. It has the only bits and pieces I have from my family, which wasn't very much to begin with. It has my grandmother's wedding ring. It had a shirt from my grandfather. I was raised by my grandparents. So those things meant a lot. That's all I have of them. It had my cat's ashes. Three cats, three cats were in that storage locker waiting for me to take them home. I had pictures. I love pictures. I take 800 million pictures and subject all of my Facebook friends to the constant barrage of photos, but so many pictures and I don't need to date myself, but let's just say I, uh, they were all from before the time of digital prints. So they all only exist in those boxes. And a lot of other crap, like there was some stuff that was potentially worth money that I was holding on to. Like I had pretty much two Stephen King collections that were complete up until the point of 10 years ago. And they included um, first editions, limited editions, special editions. There were a couple of signed, signed copies. And... Oh fuck, all my journals. Like I've been keeping a journal, a written journal since I could write pretty much. There were boxes of the things. So anyways, obviously I'm building up to some tragic thing and I guess I have to keep reminding myself it's not as tragic as it could be, but it's been broken into. And I, I guess, I think I might be in shock still a little bit because it's like, I haven't allowed myself to feel sad. I've just been in action mode since the minute I heard about it. And so let me start at the beginning. Let me start at the, well, the, the beginning 10 years ago, I put my things in a storage locker. Okay. Not quite that beginning, but I have visited the locker a couple of times over the years and the last time I was there was four years ago. And it just so happened that right around that time, it must have been shortly after that time, the storage company sold the business to new owners. And they didn't tell me. I don't know if they needed to tell me. I don't know. But four years ago, these guys took over, unbeknownst to me, and everything's gone along tickety boo fine and dandy payments come out of my credit card every month tra la la and then in 
uh, July, July, my credit card number changed. So I called them up to change my credit card number with them. So the payments would continue to come out. And I immediately thought it was odd because the phone was just answered with a hello. I'm like, uh, is this the storage place? And they're like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. How can I help you? I'm like, okay. It felt a little weird, but I mean, you answer your phone that way sometimes. Right. And, uh, like I've answered my phone at home with my business spiel. So like, I mean, it happens, right? So whatever, I gave them the new credit card number and they're like, yep, no problem. We'll change that. I'm like, yep, grand. Thanks. Hung up. No idea. Still anything was weird. And then at the beginning of August, the payment didn't come out. The payments were set to come out the first business day of every month. And so by like the middle of the first week, or maybe it was the end of the first week or whatever, I called them back again and they're like, Oh yeah, no, I see it. Yep. The payment will go through. Don't worry. It's all good. Okay. Strange, but okay. Whatever. Cool. My storage locker payments were $63. And then at the end of August on some random date, they took out 180 whatever like excuse me what so it was the equivalent of three months of payment i was not three months in arrears i was like it was just that month that hadn't come out so i noticed it and i thought well it was like right at the end of the month so i thought well i'll just wait at least until the first of the month rolls around and i'll see what happens because then like maybe they need to refund me two months, but maybe they won't take a payment at the beginning of September and then they'll only have to refund me one month. And anyways, I just, I waited for a while. So I call them first week of September. Oh no, the first week of September, I check my statement and sure enough, another $63 payment had come out. Well, that's no bueno, right? So I call them back and I'm like, I, there's been a mistake. You've processed too much. And they're like, yeah, uh, right. So you need to send me your email address and your emergency contact phone number. I'm like, okay. I thought that was kind of odd. And actually in the meantime, I had tried to email them, but, um, I know for a fact that the, uh, the previous owners. Anyways, I don't see why anything would have changed, but I know that my, both my email address and my emergency contact phone number were on that file because they had contacted me through both of those means. So I know damn well they had that information, but anyways, whatever. They're like, yeah, text it to us. So, okay. I text that number. Well, I think what's happened with the phone being answered just with a hello is that the business phone is being directed to a cell phone which I realized after I go to text their number and it's undeliverable. You can't, it's got some message that you can't text to this number. So the, the business phone must be a landline and it must be forwarded to a cell phone. So anyways, call them again. And they're like, Oh, well, we tried to text you. Oh, no, they didn't. So anyways, they did manage to text me. 
ultimately. And they're like, yeah, we need that emergency contact number. And there's your email address. And they're like, I didn't question them at the time why they needed the, that information. I assume they just wanted to verify that it was me is what I assumed at the time. So I give them that information and then they say, okay, well, instead of refunding your credit card, we're going to send you an e-transfer to your email address. Okay, cool, fine, whatever. But in the meantime, this just, it didn't feel good, right? Like the last people that I had dealt with there were so professional and so efficient and organized and friendly. And these guys were just, you know, like the answering the phone with hello and the fact that they just took a random amount of money on a random date and now they're taking their sweet time refunding it and asking for my emergency contact number. Anyway, it just didn't feel good for whatever reason. So I asked my friend who still lives there to go over and just have a look at the locker. And I said, like, can you just take a picture of the lock? Because there was a very distinct lock on it. It was this huge motherfucking lock like huge like I was actually embarrassed by this lock it was it was ridiculous but I did it intentionally so that for like this reason so if I thought something funny had ever happened I would know because nobody was authorized to go into my locker so I needed I don't know in my mind it was just kind of a way as funny as like I had a premonition even way back then so my friend goes to take a photo of this lock and hey, guess what? Surprise, it's not my lock. So I contact the storage people again and I say, hey, look, this is weird. <laughs> like, hmm, interesting, what's happened? Um, you know, still not, I don't know if I knew there were new owners at that time. I think maybe I did. I think maybe I did some internet sleuthing and found out that it was new owners. And But um, anyways, I said, look, like this has happened. My locker has been compromised. And they got immediately defensive. They're like, well, it's been like that the entire time we've had this place. Oh, that's right. Yeah, the entire time we've had this place. So yeah, uh, the, I knew at that point that it had been sold. And... Um, so I said, well, you know, whatever, whatever's happened, I was talking to them. I'm like, so can we cut off the lock or like, what can I do? And then I said, well, I'm going to ask a friend to go and pick up another lock. She's going to come over. She's going to cut the lock off, take a picture of whatever's inside. She's going to put the new lock on and send me this photo. And I'm like dreading the worst. I'm like, positive that everything's just gone and it's somebody else's stuff at this point that they've rented it out and they're just happy to continue to take my money while they're taking somebody else's money so before my friend can even get there they've sent me a photo of the inside of the locker and it's obviously been broken into <sighs> it's at least my stuff right like it's I have to assume that they went through and took anything that would have been a value and then just closed it back up again. I mean, I have to try and be happy that some of my stuff is still there. Some of my past is still there. 
All the shit worth money is gone, but hopefully my favorite guy is still there. He's my baby blanket and like the only strong connection I have to my past. Favorite guy has got to be there and Toby's ashes have got to be there. It would be really nice if my grandmother's wedding ring and my grandfather's watch were still there. I mean, fuck. So anyways... Anyways, there's, but there's all of those feelings. And then, um, so then my friend shows up and in the meantime, I messaged her to say, you know, Hey, they've already gone inside and they've taken this picture of the lock and, or the locker. And yes, it's been broken into. So she arrives and she goes up and she says, well, they put another lock on your, on the locker. Cause she had come with this other lock. She's like, well, there's already a lock on your locker. And she takes another photo of it for whatever reason. Honestly, I would not have thought of it. But anyways, looking at the photos of the lock, it's the same lock, both before and after the photo of my, the contents of the locker have been taken. Which I think a person would logically come to understand that they have used a key to get into this lock. And if they've used a key, the lock belongs to them. And if they put the lock on, they're the ones that broke into my mother fucking storage locker. And all of a sudden they become extremely difficult to deal with like not cooperative at all defensive angry telling people different stories they're telling me something now the cops are involved i asked the cops to go over and it's like they're saying it's been that way the entire time they've had it they're also saying they can't be held responsible for a locker that no one has come to for such a long time, which with the way they said it, like they know that I haven't been there in a long time. So obviously they've been watching it to see that I haven't been there in a long time. Cause how the fuck would they know that I haven't been there? And it's just all this sketchy shit. So like in the meantime, in the time that they've took over, they've put a gate around the whole property and I don't have a key to this gate. So I text them like three times I text them and there's no response. I'm like, I'm still waiting for my refund and explain to me what I need to do about this gate. Cause now I now need to get in to clear out this locker. They finally like, I'm nice about it. I'm nice about it. I'm nice about it. And then finally I just text them and I say, okay, look, I'm going to be there on Thursday. I expect you to give me a key. I expect you to give me a refund and I want a cancellation in writing from you. And they immediately get, get back to me. Who the hell do you think you are? You can't dictate what I do, not dictate. They wouldn't use such big words. I mean, these are the kind of guys that are doing the, you are for the word your, you know, like they're not the most intelligent creatures. This is quickly becoming apparent. And, but basically like, you don't tell me what to do. <laughs> So I'm like, well, I've been waiting for my refund for all this time, like to work with me, like do something for me, like help me here. I'm like, 
I said, you're being unreasonable. And they came back with, you're being unreasonable. And um, I'm like, well, if, like, why aren't you trying to help me? If it were my storage locker facility, and I found out that one of my customers' lockers was broken into, I would be horrified. I would be doing everything I could to help that person. And instead, they're just like shutting me down. So anyways, they're like, well, there's a $40 deposit for the key. I'm like, well, you owe me money, so I don't think I'm going to give you another $40 for the key. And then I can't remember the back and forth that happened, like just a couple of messages in between. And I'm like, fine, you know what? I'll give you the $40. I won't expect to see any of it back. I'll be there on this day at this time. You're giving me a key and that's the end of it. (laughs) And they responded with, no, actually you're not getting a key now. (laughs) Like, uh, like what? So they're saying we're here Monday to Friday until 2 p.m. You need to get here before 2 p.m. The gate is open until 6 p.m. You can be in here accessing your locker until 6 p.m. And then you must be off the property. Like, what? So now I've taken a week off of work because I got to drive. Like, I bought a fucking truck that I don't need (laughs) to go drive, like, 20 hours to this town to load up my shit. Like I got it load and turn around and come back. And of course, go figure the only time I could get off was over weekend. So now they're not going to be in the fucking office. And it's like, I need to get into this gate. I need to get into my locker. I need to load my crap. If I don't get my money back, whatever, like at this point, it's fine. Like just, It's like torture. It's fucking torture. Like my entire life is on fire right now. And I'm so fucking stressed. Like, like, I don't even know. I feel like I'm not sad because my system's just totally overloaded. You know, like I'm, I'm angry at the guy. I'm sad that this guy has turned into such a despicable fucking human being. I'm sorry for myself, of course. I'm sad that I had to stick a friend in that situation. I feel like I'm a pain in the ass for the cops because the cops didn't even want to go over there to begin with. And it's like, I'm a pain in the ass at work because I took time off and what boss loves it when you take time off. Like, come on, that's not a North American thing. You don't take time off. And it's like, I'm trying to see, I'm trying to be grateful through all of this. It's not all gone. Hopefully what's left isn't destroyed. I've needed this kick in the ass to go and deal with this locker for years. I mean, honestly, I should have brought it over nine years ago. Um... I really should have, but I mean, it would have just been sitting in a storage locker here. So I'm like, fuck. And it's like, people say, oh, it's been there for 10 years. You obviously don't need it. I do need it. I do need it. I, there has not been more than a day that goes by that I haven't thought about those photos 
that I haven't thought about my cat. That I haven't thought about my favorite guy. Like, I, I don't have much. And that's everything that was ever important to me. And it's, um, fucked. It's fucked. It's all, it's, I feel so violated. Like, my fucking diaries, for Christ's sake. Like, what happened to those? And I feel like if I piss these guys off, like, my God, what if they do have one of those diaries? What if I, my entire personal life is now splashed all over the internet? And what do I do? What do I, so I'm trying to contact a lawyer, but I don't have any money for a lawyer. And it's like, I don't know if the police are going to help me. I don't know what's going to happen when I show up there. Like, are they going to be abusive when I show up there? Because they certainly are over text messages. Am I going to be able to clean out my locker in their limited hours and my limited days? It's like, this truck that I bought needs brakes. and I'm about to take it through the mountains and snowed in the mountains. And it's like... I'm going to see friends that I haven't seen in 10 years, which should be a happy thing, but it's not. It's a stressful thing. I don't know why. It's just, it's just a whole thing. It's just a whole fucking nightmare of a shit storm thing. And (sighs) breathe, breathe, breathe. I have to remember to breathe. I have to remember to breathe. I've been suicidal for the first time in 20 years. So that was a fun thought. Brain hasn't gone there in a while. I won't. I mean, I won't. I'm too chicken shit, maybe. Well, I wouldn't say I'm too chicken shit. No, that's not true. I'm too curious about the future right now. like my friends are all like I never know what you're gonna do yeah I never know what I'm gonna do anyways everything's a nightmare I fucking hate my job I fucking hate my house (sighs) at least I've got you guys to talk to right so I am going to go and pack my bag and set my alarm for 3 a.m., which is the super fun time I get to wake up if I want to take the uh, the first boat that goes over to the mainland. And that's that. No sense worrying, right? It'll be whatever it is, whatever it's going to be. So, right, guys and gals. And all y'alls. Thanks. Thanks for being there. Thanks for being my friend. Bye for now.